Yo, Mr. Ebron, how are you? <laughs> What's up, man? I'm chilling, talking to you on the so, podcast. So much really energy. Good. Oh, that's who I am. I literally just, so I'm at Bleacher Report, and I just sprint all over the place, and now I might die. I'm not as in shape as you. Uh, hey, dude, congratulations on having a child. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, how what, 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 how big, boy or girl, what's the name? I don't even know. It's a, it's a, it's a boy. His name is Oliver Dash. He was eight pounds and 22 inches long. Just so you know, we're doing the podcast right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hold on. So Oliver Dash, way to nail uh-huh. it on the name. So his initial Thanks. his initials are Ode, which I love. Uh, oh, oh, yep. O D E. How did you guys time it on the bye week? Um. So, I, we well, really we had no idea. We kind of just everything we've pretty much done throughout the pregnancy. We kind of talked up. So like we know, okay, it's gonna be a boy. It's gonna be a boy. Like we're not even gonna think of girl names. <laughs> End up being a boy. You know, and we're like, okay, well, we're shooting for this day. Like, you must come this day. Like, we would talk to him. You know, okay, you gotta come. You gotta come. Wow. So, <laughs> so, so we just. So all the other guys in the NFL are like, man, this dude was lucky enough to have his baby in the bye week. And uh-huh. then I realized, and I remembered, you proposed on the Empire State Building, like right before the draft, right? Yeah, I did. Dude, uh, can you stop making all of us look so bad? <laughs> It was, uh, it was, yeah, it was bad, but it's no, I mean, you're, no, that's great. You were making female. us it was look a different bad. Female, so I proposed to a different female. So this is, oh. this is a totally different female. No, you're good. Damn. You're good. <laughs> See what happens when you try and do some shit. You, you put your foot in your mouth. God. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, all right. Well, you have a baby and I've been seeing a lot. Like I saw, <laughs> I saw Everson Griffin just had one. I saw Pac-Man yep, I Jones saw did. Yep. Well, was playing against them. Oh, that I was. Him the yeah, I told him the name of Ebron. Oh, uh, what what do you say to that? <laughs> he just started laughing. That's my guy right there. So uh, it was just a joke. It was a little funny. Man, so, I, I love your team, and I think that. Uh, I've been trying to explain to a lot of people for the last few weeks that your schedule has been so much harder than everyone else's in the NFL, just the defenses that you guys have faced, and that I really still believe that you guys are in this. Um, Um, Yeah, it's been rough. Um, I feel like the lighter part of our schedule, but no team in the NFL is lighter, but you you deal with – you know injuries and things like that which you know could you could say it makes it a bit you know easier you know what i'm saying sure. but uh we we feel like you know we have a good shot at running the table but again this is the national football league man anything can happen it, you know all it takes is for a team to be better than you that day or yeah. whatever play and you lose the game so you and know hopefully we do we do run the table and we do you know make it to the playoffs and you have Matt at quarterback, and it's right. it's crazy exactly. to me. So Sims and I always say that Matt is a top three quarterback in the NFL. We've never seen a guy that can throw it at that many different arm angles. He's got the arm strength. He can move. He's good under pressure. And yet the rest of the country is like, oh, no, he's okay. Why is mm-hmm. that a thing? Um, I don't know. I guess it's uh, – I have no idea. Um you know, maybe it's because we're not in the New York or the L.A. markets, you know, or maybe yeah. we're not, you know, maybe simply because, you know, we're, we don't we don't excel sometimes uh, at times when we're supposed to excel. And it has nothing to do with him. You know, it just has to do with, you know, our performances and our lack of and our lack thereof, um, because 
if you look at a team, uh, look at us on paper, you know, sometimes it just explains that we should be better than what we are. So we have to, you know, we have to go out there and continue to help prove that not only for him, you know, a guy that's pretty much given it his all to this organization, that, but we have to prove it to, you know, everyone else. Because to me, he is he is top three, you know, but he's my quarterback. So I always say he's number one. But yeah, I, I do believe that's the top three guy in the NFL just by, you know, just because he simply because he can throw it anywhere, anyhow, anyway. When did you first realize, holy shit, this dude's arm is live? Um, I think I think he did it on purpose. I think he told me this like last year maybe my second year it's like his first couple passes were to me were as hard as he possibly can throw <laughs> and i was just like okay um so once i kind of got used to the way he throws the football i go okay i know when it's coming hard i know when it's not he has this thing about his eyes that if he's gonna fire it in there there there's you can only be prepared and hope for the best mm. So that's, that's is it, his eyes though. Is it a squint? Does his eyes get uh, bigger? It, it gets bigger once once he wide eyes you. It's over. And then you're <laughs> like, I might break a finger on this one. Yeah, exactly. Man, that's awesome. Hey, the reason we're getting to talk to Ebron right now, Big E Double E, is because of Call of Duty World War Two came out November third, my pop's birthday. Uh, Call okay. of Duty. Yeah, it pop. is. Oh hell yeah, Bruce. <laughs> what up, Bruce? Uh, Call of Duty, though, it is in every NBA locker room. It is in every NFL locker room. It is an awesome game that if you sit down, you're going to play it for like four hours. Who is your Who is your biggest competition on the team? Um, oh, my biggest competition on a team. I don't, I don't really have any competition on a team. Um, I have a few guys that I run with that Ooh, are pretty good. You like got a clan. Yeah, um, but my biggest competition is probably my best friend. Um, he's he's probably when me and him are in the game, we either finish either number one or number two. Well, say you his know, name, give him some props. Oh yeah, Daryl Green. That's my that's my guy, man. You know, um, not Daryl Green, the cornerback from the NFL. No, 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 okay, okay, no, no, no. Daryl Green, my best friend. <laughs> that's awesome. You said you and Golden Tate though could team up on some people. We we do we do team up um, often. Uh, whenever really uh, we you know we don't have as hard as days of practice and things like that, and we're able to buy some time. We'll get on a game and you know we'll do do it up, man. We'll play. It's so funny because I've gone and I've I've done stuff at different NFL players' homes, and every time I walk in, that game is on, and they're usually mm-hmm. talking shit on the headset. Oh, and of course. Why do you think football players love that game so much? Um, I just think it gives you that rush, you know, mm-hmm. that adrenaline that you know we look for, man. It's kind of because you know it is a team-oriented game. You get to, like you say, you get to talk, you know. Shit, if you want to hey, say that, hey, I that's love what it. we. That's it. I mean, that's that's what you do in a video game. So it allows you to, you know, live live in those moments. Like you know, when this match, you know, you have to prepare this way or plan this way with your teammates, and it it just allows you to to be in in the game. That's what kind of it feels like, you know. Yeah. As a first shooter, of course, it kind of feels like you know that's. That guy is who you are when you're playing it. So that's I, can't, I think that's what makes it fun. All right, so from competition on Call of Duty to on the field, you're going mm-hmm. up against linebackers and safeties. And mm-hmm. I always think that matchup is kind of like when you're playing one-on-one in basketball, 
And some guys are going to be faster than you, but smaller. Mm-hmm. And some guys are going to be able to take you down low. And I'm curious, yeah. like, which matchup and which guy kind of sticks out that when you face them, you're like, man, this is 60 minutes of this dude, and uh-huh. he, he's just tough. Who's that guy for you? Um, my, it has to be Harrison Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say that I say that because every every year that I've been in the league, um, we've always went at it. Uh, we play each other twice a year, and it's just a matchup that you know you know you know he's going to win his battles. And you know you're gonna win yours. You yeah. know it's pretty much like it's just basically who's gonna get the most of who. You know this week. Sure. So it, that's kind of a guy that I I, lo- I love and look forward to playing against. That's awesome. Last time you saw Coach Caldwell smile was when? Um, I think when I first walked him. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> he smiles. He smiles. I get him to smile all the time because I'm a. I'm What's a, the I'm trick? A, How do you do it? Um, I don't know. There's very few people that can do it. I just, I don't know. I, I guess l- just my personality, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm always so excited and always full of energy. So I feel like he, he feeds off that, you know, I might not look at, look like it, but I think I, I think I, I'm a boost. I boost his energy a little bit. Okay, so it's really funny. Me and Sims talk about this a lot about how kickers are oftentimes the most cocky guy on a team and <laughs> NFL fans don't realize that. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, what, can you explain what Prater's really like to people? Because he gets down. You're exactly right. He's probably one of the most cockiest guys on the team. But uh, everybody loves it, though, because, you know, he goes in the weight room, and, man, he, he lives – I mean, he lives really? as much as – as much as anybody and you know he, he does his you know he does his thing and Prater is just such a lovable guy that when he when he's in his mode and he's cocky and everybody just loves it so i mean Prater is just Prater's an oddball he's 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 that he's that guy that you love but just can't figure out <laughs> man no it's just so fun i've always heard stories about kickers and how they go out there and they do their kick and they come back and they go yeah i'm the man that's right uh-huh. i put those three points <laughs> well, on the board they are they put those three points on the board. They're the man. All right. Um, all right. So I have a friend named Salehi, and uh, he is a sneaker designer. And uh-huh. we were texting, and I said, yo, I'm about to interview the, the tight end for the Lions. And he doesn't know football at all. And he goes, who, Dorsey Levins? Because he, do- he doesn't know football. He goes, uh-huh. yo, I got some questions. So I'm going to ask you Salehi's questions. They're yep. random. Number one, is your toilet paper, does the paper go over the top or underneath? I think it's, I think I'm I think I'm underneath with it. You're an underneath okay. guy. Nope, nope, nope. I'm over the top. He's an over the top guy. Follow up question. Yep. I just had to think about what we're about from right? Yeah, little personal follow up question. Uh-huh. Wiping front to back, uh-huh. back to front. <laughs> I, don't, I can't. I don't even know. You like, know. I, everybody I, I, knows. I, when I when I when I'm done, I'm done. That's all I think. All right, we uh, it's unconfirmed, but I think Ebron just said he doesn't wipe. So we'll find out <laughs> later. Uh, do you eat when you eat shrimp? Do you eat the tails or do you pull no. them off? You pull them off. Pull them off. When you were a kid, did you ever turn juice into popsicles? And if so, yes. what flavor? Um, probably fruit punch. Fruit. I was an orange juice guy. Okay. All right. Dude, you need to bring that back. Hand them out in the locker room at halftime. Maybe some orange slices. Maybe a Kool-Aid burst. No? Sounds sounds like a plan if I had a freezer. 
Oh, you don't. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, talk to the Lions. They got it. Uh, and his last question was, when was the first time that you sneezed and farted at the same time? Did it, has that ever happened to you? I think maybe when I was, I think probably when I'm, I don't know, I'm allergic to dogs. So I'm going to say whenever there's a dog in the room, I probably do both at the same time. So my thing is, is next time Harrison Smith is lined up over you, just look at him deadpan. And go, bro, I just sneezed and farted at the same time. Hike! And then, you, he, dude, he's going to be done. He's not ready for that. This is strategy. I'll consider it I'll consider it in a tight game if I, if I need oh, something. Oh, man. That, come on. That, and plus, it's an amazing. Michelle Tafoya is interviewing you after the game. And you're like, you know, I hit him with that. And then Harrison Smith. Oh, it'll be incredible. This is free advice. <laughs> Hey, let me just ask you a really simple question. Do you That's enjoy good. do you enjoy being in the NFL? Like what is it like to be to um, be playing a sport for your job? <laughs> it's fun. Um and I say that because I mean, how many people exactly like you said can say that their job is to play a sport? Um it's something that you do as a child. I mean, it's a child's game and we just happen to you know, play it at a really high level, and and it's it's just as fun as playing when you were a kid. Yeah. So I, I I can't complain. I love it, man. It's it's the best. So I got to meet uh, Shannon Sharp at the Super Bowl like two years ago, and his agent came up to me and he was like, man, I'm telling you, Shannon loves this stuff. He likes to talk about more than just football. And then when he got the job on Fox, his agent hit me up and he's like, I told you so. And I'm curious, man, like what other stuff do you spend your time on? What are you watching these days? What are you listening to? What kind of music? Like beyond helmets and balls, what, what, are, you, what are you taking in? And Call of Duty, like of I course. Said, I'm, Call a, of I'm Duty, a gamer, man. Yeah. I'm usually I'm usually gaming. So Call of Duty. Um, and I'll just say that because I'm here. But yes. yeah, there's a couple other games I play. But you know, uh, <clears throat> um, I'm a gamer, and uh, that's what I do. Um, if not that, then I, I'm a father now. So I just spend Ooh. time with my kid, and that's pretty much it. All right. So I'm not a dad. What is the first mm-hmm. thing that you would tell non dads that I need to be ready for? Just, just be prepared, man. Just be prepared. It's, it's, it's indescribable, but yeah. it's fun and horrible at the same time. It's fun when he's laughing and he's having a good time, and you know he wants to be with you, and he's looking at you and smiling in your face. And it's horrible when you just can't figure out why he won't stop crying. <laughs> so that's it's it plays hand in hand, but Man. it's no it's no better feeling. So that's why I say it's everybody has their own opinion about it, but yeah. it's, it's, it's indescribable. All right, so the Grammys just came out for like the uh-huh. nominations, and I need Eric Ebron, music expert, uh, for album of the year. Tell me if you've heard any of these. Childish mm-hmm. Gambino's Awaken My Love. Have you heard that album? Yep. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Jay-Z, 444. Yep. Okay, I'm going to the concert on Saturday. Going fourth okay. row. Okay. I'm getting on stage, Ebron. It's happening. I, I'm looking. I, 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 I do not doubt it. I will, I'll tweet you a picture. Uh, next one, Kendrick Lamar, Damn. Yep. Uh, I didn't listen to this. Lord Melodrama. Uh-huh. And then Bruno Mars, 24 Karat Magic. Mm. This is for album of the year. So the whole album, who would you yeah. give it to? My top my top three is Kendrick Lamar's Damn, okay. Childish Gambino's, and 24 Karat by... So you're leaving Jay-Z out of the top three completely. Am, 
I'm leaving them out simply because Kendrick Lamar's damn album is Unreal. It might be the winner. Okay. Childish Gambino, his that that album that he did was outrageous, and I, it's just hard. Like that, like. And I, so you're going to take play, Bruno Mars over Jay Z. I would yeah. Versace on the floor over Family Reunion. Absolutely, ex, as thousands. I put, I'm pretty sure. 24 carat, 24 carat magic. I'm pretty sure a lot of people listen to that nonstop. Yeah, but this isn't about people. people This is about Ebra. People don't listen to Jay-Z. I am going beyond New York. I'm going beyond the East Coast. I'm going beyond... Because you come down south, there's not a lot of people that even listen to Jay-Z. So I'm pretty sure Bruno Mars is is up there. And I'm just just speaking statistically. But Jay-Z, I will never... I'm a guy from New Jersey. I'll never downplay Jay-Z. I was going to (laughs) say... Never, but I'm just saying from what I hear and what people talk about, those are probably going to be your top three, and I think Kendrick Lamar or Childish Gambino is going to win that between one of those two. When you were growing up in Jersey, who were you listening to, like Joe Budden? Jay-Z. No, oh. Jay-Z, Method Man, Red Man. Ooh. Um, what was the Jay-Z album of your youth? Mine was Volume uh, 2. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the Black that. Album. The oh. Black Album was probably the album of my youth. Hey, Alex. Oh, we're we almost wrap. out of time, so can we do one more and then wrap it up? Oh, yeah. Eric, what do you want? Here, ask me a question. <laughs> Anything you want. Um, Red Bone was my favorite song from Childish Gambino. It's my, me and my girlfriend's song, if that's the <laughs> okay. question. No, um, ask me a good one. Okay, what what are your favorite toppings on a pizza? Ooh, i going to be honest. I like a classic cheese, uh, but... If I'm going toppings, uh, damn. I like a really nice, crispy pepperoni. If it's like undercooked and it's like kind of like chewy, I'm not a fan. But a nice, crispy pepperoni or I'm going to go white pizza. And I'm going to go a little ricotta, a little spinach. We're going to get a little crazy. How about you? Um, I'm bacon and mushrooms and that's it. Bacon and mushrooms and that's it. One more plug, Call of Duty, World War Two. Do you want to give out your gamer tag? Um, nah. Okay. Nah. Right, I right. got enough for a request that's just sitting in the box right now. I don't need Are you willing to say that Call of Duty World War Two is the greatest game you've ever played? Reminder, there's a PR professional right next to you. Um all Call of Duties are the greatest games that I've ever played. But is it the best Call of Duty? Ooh. I don't I don't it, I don't think World War Two is the best one. I'm still a modern warfare two guy. But but, uh, but let's be but, honest, if Call of Duty puts out a game, Eric Ebron is buying it. Oh, of course. Easily. Awesome. I've been I've been a fan since I was young. I, I don't think I'm gonna ever stop. My son's going to have to play Call of Duty if he wants to stay rent-free. There you go. We learned a lot today from Eric Ebron, most notably that he thinks Bruno Mars is better than Jay-Z. Who knew? (laughs) I'm only kidding. Eric, man, stay healthy. Kick some ass. Good luck. Enjoy this run to the playoffs because I got a feeling. Enjoy it, my man. All right. Thank you, boss. Have a good one.